0: This podcast is brought to you by MetaFitX Pilates Bootcamp. MetaFitX Pilates Bootcamp is the most complete workout you will ever do. Where we start out each class with high interval training where you're using your body weight exercise. We're using TRX straps, slam balls, and then many other different uh, props and body weight stuff to get that heart rate up, to get that caloric burn that you're looking for, to, to, to lose that weight, and to get in. Re- great and amazing shape and at the end of each class we end with traditional Pilates both on the mat and utilizing the Pilates springboard and the purpose of Pilates just reintegrating everything that you've you've done back into the body again you're strengthening the body you're toning and you're lengthening the body and we're working on that uh on the whole um structure of the body and the alignment of the body. So it's super, super important to your everyday life. You're also going to see muscle tone happening because of the Pilates, that core strength, working on the lower back strength. All that stuff is, is a huge factor in the Pilates. So Right now, for all you guys listening to these podcasts, right now it's 10% off for one month of membership. That's 10% off. you just give us a call, it's 585-425-1113, or you can email steve at meta-fitx.com and let us know that you heard us from the podcast, and we will get you hooked up with your 10% off for that first month. And thanks a lot, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Inspire Living with Rodney and Steve. Today, our guest is Laura Catalino. Catalino, all right? Catalino yeah. all right. And she's from Rochester, New York. She's a, a nutritionist. She got her education at RIT, at, or her bachelor's at RIT in, in nutrition, and she per- currently as a nutritionist at Project Lean Nation. So let's just start out with uh, what, what uh, why nutritionist? What, what, what was your interest in that? How did you come to? what you're to be, what you're doing now?
1: Mm. Well, I was a athlete at a young age and then I got kind of sick when I was in high school and I really wasn't feeling right. But it's interesting because it was almost like I was borderline okay, but something just didn't feel right. Almost to the point where I was just, I had been going to see a doctor for a while and uh, no test results were coming up with anything. So I was just like, Oh, I'm just going to, kind of truck through it. Then I found out that I had a gluten intolerance and that my digestive tract was inflamed. Um, And so I started watching what I was eating. I got interested in nutrition. Um, And then I went to school for nutrition and really learned more of the science behind um, what happens when food enters your system and stuff like that. And uh, it really was just fascinating to me. I was like addicted to learning about it. And that brought me to Project Lean Nation, what I'm doing there now.
0: Don't you think everybody's gluten intolerant to a certain extent? Um, Nobody can digest gluten. It's not something that the body can digest.
1: I mean, I feel that can be argued. I feel that really the reason why so many people have a intolerance to gluten is because it's in everything now. Like the um, components of gluten are also similar to things that are found in other um, foods that are in everything. Like all of this, these grains that are processed and made into these additives and then they're in all this food. And I think people are just eating too much of it. And that's why people are growing intolerant to all the
0: food. I'm not gonna remember the chemical right now, but there's a specific chemical in wheat itself that doesn't have anything to do with gluten that actually lights the brain up like a like you're snorting cocaine. Um, that that's a huge problem as well, which is why people can't when they start eating pizza, Roddy loves pizza, right? Um, you can't you can't stop. You can't stop. <laughs> yeah, eating it, you know, because like, there's there's that certain chemical that just kind of lights up the brain like a so Christmas tree. Alive. Not quite. Not, but <laughs> most of America is for sure. Yeah. Story. yeah. I
2: woke up last night. And I couldn't sleep, Uh-huh. so I had pizza in the fridge, and I woke up and ate three pieces of pizza in the middle of the night. Nice. And I went to bed like a baby.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had a. Fr- I have a friend who does that like repetitively. Like she struggles with it.
2: I know it's like a thing, and, and yeah. I almost hate myself know. for doing it. But then I know like, it will make me go to sleep. Yeah. And There's a word for it. Excess carbohydrates or whatever it is. I yeah. know it's bad, but it's like also not sleeping as bad so it's like well it's kind of like it's also I think
0: it's also like just that person that needs to get that hit on you know the specific drug that they're doing or you know maybe needs to have that shot of alcohol or something We've like that it's pizza. the same, yeah. same thing you know it's the same you know it's just that that body cr- that addictive thing that that body craves and it needs it and then your brain needs it you know your system is used to it or whatever and it has withdrawal so to speak and you You feel that withdrawal, and your body's like, ah, I can relax. Like the alcoholic, you know, that doesn't have a drink for a while. They need that fucking drink, and they need that drink to probably sleep. They need that drink just to function, some people, you know, so same same thing, I I feel like. Yeah, I think
1: a lot of people don't realize, too, that, like, when people think of junk food, they think of cookies and candies and sugars and, you know, stuff like that, but it's also things like pizza or, like, a um, muffin or a whole grain a whole grain you know these claimed healthy foods that are rich in carbohydrates that react the same way in your body as if you were to eat like other sugary things so people think that they're making smart choices when they grab like a whole grain darker colored muffin at their you know bakery in the morning or something and they're just not or like egg salad sandwich right like (laughs) yeah Yeah, sandwiches yeah
0: yeah exactly you can you can add vegetables all you want to pasta it's not going to change the fact you're eating pasta Oh, yeah.
2: Isn't is Isn't it called lectin? Lectins is that something, right? Like, like it that's what causes the inflammation from the gluten because the natural ability to
0: like uh, have it remember.
2: digest in your guts. It, can't, I swear. it causes
0: leaky gut. It can't. There's I. Um, uh, What's from called? Dave Asprey talks about this all the time, and so does um, uh, who wrote the Wheat Belly book. I forget his name, a no cardiologist. Anyways. This is where I, they had a podcast, they've had a couple podcasts together, but one that I saw recently, and I used to know this because I've actually done a few um, videos on this as well, a while back. Um, I guess I can't believe I can't fucking remember right now. But it it cannot be processed, period. So some people don't notice it at all, and some people have celiac disease. Some people are intolerant, like you're intolerant. I'm yeah. I'm intolerant as well. But I believe pretty much everybody's intolerant. Anybody I've ever told to go off gluten, or gluten for three weeks, no matter what, has noticed a difference. Dropped in weight, felt better, clearer head, period. So that says something right there. Yeah, you know that. And then most will, most people will go back and do it again and go back on it again. But um, it's, so that in itself just says something right there. But they talk about how it's um, not digestible and it causes leaky gut. And I forget. It's the chemical reaction that it has with the body, with the gut itself. And they cannot process it properly. So it creates leaky gut syndrome and a but lot of other isn't it, digestive it issues. It
2: something to do. It's kind of like the scenario, like the berries, the baby, but the seed doesn't. It's sort of the procreation of it, right? And right. Like, like, so when we eat wheat, the reason we can't digest it is so the wheat can procreate itself, right? So it's not meant to be digested. It's, right. Right? So, like, then when we poop in the woods, there goes the wheat, you know? Right. Like, it's the bear poops. Right. Seeds come out, and then you've got a berry bush. Like, well, I don't know. I, I mean, it's so much
0: herd. And all grains have a covering on it. Like, quinoa, for instance. You know, you don't, you can't really eat quinoa. Quinoa, well, we what? can't what? eat quinoa.
1: Quinoa. Oh, quinoa. Quinoa.
0: We, we think I was. Quinoa, saying. quinoa. No, oh, was I quinoa. not saying. Who knows? I, didn't know. I don't know was I really say Was I mumbling? <laughs> I gotta stop putting, putting vodka in my, my uh. coffee, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, has a covering on it to protect it in nature. All grains do. And nuts and seeds do, too. That's why you have this whole thing with sprouted nuts and seeds. Because it breaks down that chemical, so it's easier to be digested in the body. And same with quinoa. I mean, I don't eat any grains. Oh, is what really I good. used to eat quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you write it down? Um, <laughs> you soak it first before you cook it. Basically, and it's easier to digest. Is what I'm what I'm going for. And then same with all grains across the board, and like I said, nuts and seeds too. So
1: yeah, I think even foods like that just. They're, the bread that people used to eat back in the day is just not the bread in right. the foods that we're eating now. It's just totally, it's grown differently. It's processed differently. It's just not the same. It's
0: hybrids of hybrids of hybrids yeah. of hybrids at
1: this point. And yeah. I think it's amazing, you know, this food that's on the market is just like, it's so foreign to our bodies. And that's why so many people are sick. That's why inflammation is really... Like, our bodies receive that food as this is, like, an attack on me, basically. Right. And it doesn't know what to do with it. Like, whole foods are created to promote healthy responses in us, and then this food that's out there is just foreign, and so it leads to inflammation, which is really sad. What
2: are some symptoms of, like, having inflammation?
1: Well, when you have inflammation, your the processes in your body can't really function correctly. So that means, like, when you eat food, the nutrients aren't getting where they're supposed to be. So there's a number of I mean, you're you're experiencing um, you know micronutrient deficiencies. You're tired. You feel fatigued. You are either gaining weight. Really? Yeah. I mean, the symptoms are endless. Um, I mean, it leads inflammation leads to diabetes, obesity. Them,
0: Heart they, disease. I mean, they they liver if disease. You're, yeah, if you yeah, if your body has if your body is completely alkaline or is alkaline and not doesn't doesn't have inflammation, then you can't disease does not exist. Most disease does not exist. So they say you can't have a, a disease and not have inflammation. So inflammation is the mm-hmm. start of ninety. I don't know what the percentage is, but ninety five plus percent of all diseases, including cancers. You know, so if you mm-hmm. technically if you alkalize the body. You can have disease. You're not going to have all these issues that we I have. I just feel
2: like we got, like, our parents' generation got bamboozled.
0: <laughs> really,
2: like... What do you mean? I mean, if you think about just, like, the, the explosion of cereal, like, in our parents' generation. Like, mm. Lucky Charms and Free Pebbles. TV and, dinners. Like, like, TV dinners. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. the quick box meals that, like... No one told, like, McDonald's was a treat for me as a kid. Like, my parents yeah. would say, like, we're going to McDonald's, and it, like, their marketing was great. Like, oh, yeah, fun and joy. Like, McDonald's brought you fun, right? Yeah. And I,
0: I it, think McDonald's kills people, and I fucking hate them. Yeah. You know? it's like, it's disgusting to me.
2: It and they is it's it's fascinating from a business standpoint, like, what they did. I like that. Oh, my
1: gosh, like, yeah. It's,
2: at the same time, yeah. it's like, I mean... They get the kids right. The, the McDonald's advertises Sunday morning cartoons, you know. Right. You know, and then the kids like, oh, there's you know these weird fluffy animals and Ronald McDonald running around it's, like. I mean, and then it's they disgusting. Houses there and like. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like it's like advertising Coke to a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, co- like cocaine, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. advertising cocaine to a kid is disgusting to me yeah. that, that it could even be well, possible, possible, you know.
1: They pitch it as like, you know, back then it was so, like, it was convenient because there was a shift from, like, women were um, making a shift into working more. So it was, like, all about this, like, fast, like, it was convenient for, like, you know, now the whole family had it you know, when the mom was working. And I think just the whole society changed when women started working more. And then, so the fast food was, like, convenient and it was, it was helpful. And they were advertising it and they were coming up with all these products. And they don't know. I mean, like, we don't, all of this has just happened over the past, like, 80-something years, 50, 80 years. It's not that long. People, they don't, there's no long-term set, they don't, they didn't know what they were doing or saying, they're just going, they were developing committees to make recommendations to Americans about nutrition, and they didn't even know what they were doing. They were recommending eating margarine. Like, they just didn't but you, know. I
0: mean, you don't think that's you don't think that's just pushed by the the FDA or whoever's involved, just because it's super cheap to make, and they're gonna make a fucking shitload of money on it. I think it really comes dri- drives for money more than more than anything else. Oh, you know? for
1: sure, it's dry- so
0: they're not gonna do any tests. They're not going. To, they don't give a fuck. You know, it's not like they care that it's hurting somebody. They don't. It's just they're making money at it. They're gonna ride it out until somebody figures out, oh wait a second, this is this is awful for you. Let's let's move on to the next thing. Let's find the next cheapest thing. Let's do the next thing to make our to make the next buck. It's never about health, ever.
1: No, yeah. I mean that's the ironic part about it. They're supposed to be making recommendations for eating healthy, but the FDA, the people who are making the recommendations, are completely controlled by the food industry and the, the people who are involved in agriculture. So, like yeah. all of those people, and they make a ton of money, Yeah. and they control. Like they have, they don't have a choice. They've even openly admitted to it. It's just not. It's just not something that people understand. They think, oh, the, you know, the government. Um, these are the recommendations made by the government. Well, do you know that the government is influenced by the food industry? And they're like, in bed
0: with Monsanto, one of the yeah, most evil yeah. companies out there. Right, all
2: the subsidies the it's farmers, like for farmers for like, like exactly. we can just grow more vegetables. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. rather than just corn.
1: Yeah. Right. It's exactly. really fascinating how I read a book about that once, about the evolution of the recommendations and how they wrote recommendations and then nutrition recommendations and then they were reviewed. Um, by the people in the meat industry and the dairy industry and and they would petition against it and they instead they would change the verbiage of it so like instead of um eat less meat or eat less of eat less sugar they would they would um change the wording so it'd be like choose more um lean sources of protein or choose more Something, something, something. So they're really like it's really fascinating how they tweaked the recommendations so that those particular um, industries wouldn't be wouldn't lose money. Right,
0: it's right. It's so exactly. interesting. Well, look at I mean the dairy and the dairy industry. One, it's a fucking huge industry and how they are constantly pushing how dairy is good for you. How you you know I have kids. You know, so it's like. But the thing is, is it's awful for you. And it, the, the main protein in dairy is casein, and casein's not really digestible by the human body. And what casein does to any sort of vitamin is it encases it and says you're not allowed in the body, and you, the body can't even absorb. If the, the calcium that's actually in milk isn't even absorbable, you know. So it's it's such a fucking Makes me crazy, especially having kids. It makes me crazy. I think it's you know? yeah.
2: your your inflammation levels.
0: It's I I think so. You know, I think I'm oh. gonna need to go do some yoga afterwards.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about like grass fed like like stuff like grass fed butters and grass fed like you know creams or milk? Well, we'll let Laura. I can
1: um, talk
0: forever. Let Laura talk about that
1: stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a tough topic. I think that I do believe that there are nutrition nutritional differences between something that and obviously an animal like think of an animal as like a it's a it's like a human but not really you know they what they eat they will um give out right so that's so if you have an unhealthy animal then they are going to be their body is going to be toxic and inflamed just like a human if they are an un- unhealthy human it'll be toxic and inflamed so i think that what they're feeding animals and how they're treating animals is um, horrific at times and unhealthy. So,
0: and directly yeah. we take on all that, too. Yeah.
1: And yeah, totally.
0: we take on the energy. I mean, I believe we take on the energy of it too. If that, that animal's fucking stressed out until the day they die, then that's ingrained in their DNA. That's ingrained in their muscle tissue. Yeah. You're eating that. You're eating that. And it's or if that animal is eating grains. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the thing is, like, if you research the diets that all of, like, you know, paleo and even, like, obviously vegan, but um, just all the different diets that there are out there, plans that people follow, none of them really recommend, like, a lot of meat, you know? No. Even paleo. It's not, or. Whole30 or other things. It's just, you know, eat, you know, uh, some portions of meat and mostly plant-based foods. I think that's something that a lot of people can agree on. A lot, no matter across the board, is eat plants, right? Yeah. Eat
0: plants. I eat, think that's, eat, like, real, a universal,
1: yeah. Yeah, like...
0: Absolutely. Eskimos don't eat plants. They don't? They eat whales? Yeah, <laughs> they just eat fat. They just eat fat. I eat fat. That's my more majority of my diet. I,
2: I agree. And, and anybody, like, and, and that's, that's, I guess that's the hardest thing, like, especially when you, you run into, like a vegan or a vegetarian, especially the kind of a newer vegan or vegetarian that like saw lots of change. What happens when you quit eating crap and you eat more vegetables? Right. If you're not eating meat, like right. and you're just eating more vegetables. Huh, I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then they'd say, oh, it must be because I'm going vegan. You know? Yeah. And it's like, I, I think there's nothing wrong with someone being vegan. I just think like someone that's being vegan needs to be so on top of what they're eating
0: they need to be very careful that they're yeah. not nutrient deficient, and and that's the other thing too. That's that's tough in this day and age. Is that our crops are not even organic crops are not what they used to be. So the nutritional value of them is a lot lower, which is why most a lot of people and most of us need supplements. and We need things to help fortify the nutrients because we're, and and to eat to get as much nutrients as you need in vegetables. You need a shit ton of vegetables a day, which most of us are not eating. You know. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I think you. I think you really hit the nail on the head, Rodney. Like, that's why things are so confusing. Is because, um, like, it's the Tim and I made a video about this one time. It's the association versus cause. So you'll see headlines that are like, "Meat causes cancer," or sure. y- "Yoga does this," or "Meditation does that." And like, first of all,
2: for
1: perverts. <laughs> 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 um, you just... Like, what else are those people people doing? Maybe it's just that people who don't eat meat are not smoking as much as people who are eating meat. You know? So, like, there's a lot of other things that go into that. And I think it's... Um, when it comes
2: to, what, the Second Amendment, First Amendment? What is... right? What's like, uh, you know, just, like, what people can publish, right? Like, what people can say, like, just yeah. in the media. You can write an article that is completely false. I know. You know? Yeah. There's no, there's no, like, police that is... It's, like... I got myself heated, like, I love coconut oil, and yeah, I believe in it, I, I put it in my coffee, like, and I, I yeah. it as lotion, like, it's just, oh yeah, everything, yeah. on no, everything, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's everything, <laughs> I don't know if you
0: guys remember a couple months ago, I remember, it's coconut like,
2: coconut like, oil became, like, the enemy of all,
0: yeah, they, who yeah. was the heart association, came out with some bullshit thing,
1: trying yeah. to, yeah,
2: and
0: I was like, debunk it, it didn't work, I found well myself for getting, like, really reactive, I'm
2: like, I, I almost wanted to comment on, like, all these posts on yeah. Facebook, and I'm like, I have to stop, I
1: know. I know, I know, I
2: know. Corn oil still good. It's very good. For no, you I'm not ever. saying yeah. eat a jar of it every single day.
0: Really? You no. Know,
1: like right. <laughs> well, it'd be better than eating a jar of sugar.
0: That's yeah. true. Well, I, right. Yeah. I think so. Absolutely, it's not gonna kill you. That's for sure. No. You might shit for three days. <laughs> so, but
2: <laughs> let's talk about like so like when we look at our plate of food how should it be portioned when you're looking at leafy greens and protein sources and carbohydrates? Like what is there a universal portion that we want to have?
1: Portion is in like amount like, like as or far like macronutrients,
2: Like, you know, if I'm looking at it and, and I'm looking at it's like all carbohydrates, but I guess it matters like what kind of carbohydrates, right? Like yeah, if, if it's carbohydrates from fruits and vegetables.
1: I think, um, I think that depends on the individual and what their personal preferences and where they currently stand with their health. I think maybe some people would be able to load their plate with more starches or fruits. Um, But I think in general, majority of your plate should be complex carbohydrates. And those are going to be vegetables, um, you know, whole fruits, um, nutrient dense potatoes or other kinds of if you do eat grains, that kind of thing. Um, and then protein. And I think fat is important too. I think fat is highly anti-inflammatory and it also helps with your hormones, which a lot of people are, struggle with hormonal imbalances and nobody really eats fat. You know, nobody, people are scared to eat fat. Yeah, I was just that. Yeah. People are so scared to eat that.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, what about the keto diet? I mean, like my, I don't eat any, any fruit whatsoever. Okay. Zero. Because. Um, I've found none right now. I don't eat any sugar. I do drink wine, which is where I get my sugar when I do, and that's it. And I, and I make sure that I'm super anal about it right now. And yes. I've found out that I have, you know, I, have, I had candida a bunch of years ago, oh. got rid of that. Now I've got some sort of really bad bacteria going on in my body, so I'm on a, like a really intense, Uh, like herbal cleanse thing right now that I take, I probably have to do it for like three months and I feel shitloads better in a couple weeks that I've taken it Um, but uh, it's amazing the difference when I, for me, and not everybody's like that, I understand that some people need a little bit more protein or a little bit more carbohydrates so I pretty much run, I go back and forth between running on um, ketones for energy and then running on carbohydrates for energy which with all the research that I've done seems to be the healthiest thing to do. You don't want to be 100 on carbohydrates all the that can run you down. You can feel oh, like yeah. shit. Um, and ketones obviously is a super easy way the body can process it the quickest. It's it just it's there's no steps. The ketones process in the liver, and you got energy. It doesn't have to go through steps like carbohydrates do um, to get there. So I've, my question was, what is your thoughts on that? Like so, so my you know, I, I feel like I still eat too much meat, so I try to tone it down. But I love meat, so I that's that's. But I try to tone it down. But my I have I eat a ton of vegetables, and I eat a ton of fat every single meal. I'm having you know 20 to 30 grams of fat, saturated fat. Um, In the and form of
1: what? What, what are Coconut
0: like? oils, avocados, um, olive oil, um, nuts butter. and seeds, butter. Do you butter? I okay. do butter, grass fed butter or, or ghee. I'll do mm-hmm. ghee, um, and uh, and just. Fatty meats, I'll make sure that I get, you know, uh, chicken thighs instead of chicken breasts, things like that, you know, so I'm getting as much fat in my diet as I can because I feel freaking amazing when I do that, you know. You look amazing. That's all, thank you, I appreciate (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, we get, I mean, I get lots of questions about the keto diet. I think that. I think it's, it can be really great for people who are on that carb high and who are experiencing, who, who have um, issues with sugar. Mm-hmm. I think it can be a good jump start to certain things. I also think that there can be negative effects of it for some people. And I think you can, just like anything else, you can do keto the wrong way, like just eating a bunch of butter and not getting right. in vegetables yeah, okay. or good protein or, right. yeah, um, or just eating too much. Um, I think that... Any nutrition profession, professional or, you know, trusted doctor that I've um, studied what they've said, it's been like keto is like a cycling kind of thing. Yes. Not like a long-term, okay, i want to be keto for my whole life. Um, and I think that's smart because I just, I, for some reason, I just feel that um, going... Keto for a long period of time I'm just I'm not sure How I feel about that Long term
0: Yeah I don't think there's enough People haven't been doing it Or studying it long enough To really know yeah. Um, Dave Asprey again talks about this I get a lot of my information like a lot of intrig- I love his stuff and his, he's very knowledgeable about this and he talks about like the cycling of it and then mm-hmm. you'll you have a day where it's more of a carb day where you'll go out of ketosis and then you'll go back into it again and that's is that there's, a hard
2: process though like, no
0: not once you get used to it um, some people it have a, a hard time with it actually enough. get your body to go to ketosis because isn't that essentially like, your
2: liver is sending ketones
0: right it's processing right? ketones and that's for what energy. You're using as fuel. Yes, and
2: that it's not like a switch.
0: It no, is a it switch. Takes, well, it takes, takes like time. three days usually yeah. uh, for the average person. It's three days of of like below twenty grams of net carbs a day, below twenty grams of net carbs, um, which is hard to do. It's very hard to do. Um, and I, um, for the most part, can stay there unless again my my unless I'm drinking too much red wine or gluten free beer love greens greens gluten free beer in case anybody ever wants to try it out it's awesome <laughs> rocks your okay. we'll knock you off your uh, rocker but there's no sugar in it so that's one of the reasons why I like it zero really? sugar in that beer yeah. zero. So, zero. I thought yeah.
2: I heard something I, I don't ever have my facts straight I just hear I listen to stuff from stronger people than yeah. Yeah. me right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's no way gluten can ever be in any alcohol anyways
0: no it is it's in beer it. it's in beer especially wheat
1: it's in beer. a bar it's in it's naturally occurring in barley Yeah, i heard something because
2: i used to, you know rob wolf yes you
0: know, he, did. he
1: did oh, yes. He's yeah he's the guy who started paleo yeah. he's yeah. the, the he's og like the big paleo, paleo guy, guy. the, the yeah, pioneer he's awesome.
2: and he used to say that like you can't it, your body will not absorb it when you're drinking beer like it's just not possible i'm gonna search it
0: Go for it. I mean, I know that when it's fermented a certain way, and like if you get the higher end, like grain uh, alcohols, like a whiskey, like a like a really like a scotch or an expensive scotch, because it's been fermented for sixteen plus years, that I apparently I think the gluten's out of it completely at that point. Um, but beers, there are some beers out there that are made with barley that they re- remove the gluten in some sort of process. But they're yeah. purposely removing the gluten. I can have that. It doesn't bother me. I've actually drank in it um, a bunch of times. That that doesn't bother me. But if I were to have any, and I have, barley, most beers barley-based unless you have a wheat-based beer. Barley has less gluten in it than wheat does, but I'll blow up like a freaking... I'll look like I'm five months pregnant if really? I... Really? If I have, Oh, yeah. I'm super sensitive to, it, sensitive to it now. To
1: gluten? Yeah. Or... Okay.
0: Any, or, yeah. Or, or any sugar or anything like that. Like, I don't have... That's the, I always tell people, because well, like, you're gluten free then and wheat free. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I always tell people, once you, you, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna go sugar free, wheat free, and gluten free, you got to be ready for the consequences. Because the consequences are your body gets way more freaking sensitive to it. So oh, if you for sure. if you have it a little bit, you can literally be sick for a couple of days. You know, yeah. And I've and I've had that happen. It's like not. And I've had it by accident a couple of times. And I'm like, I remember one time I went to a restaurant and I must have had it. I had a salad and it must have been in. I forgot that it, it probably was in the dressing or something that I ate. I went to, we went grocery shopping afterwards to Wagmans. My belly was like, I was Ugh. like five months pregnant and I was dizzy. Like my, the room yeah. was spinning around. I'm like, holy shit.
1: It's the and worst like, feeling.
0: Yeah. It's so it's, it's, you have to be ready for that. You know, it's, it's, uh, Thank God! I mean, the wonderful things about one of the wonderful things about this day and age is that people are realizing this stuff. So you've got the other end that's and these restaurants out there now that are like dedicating menus to gluten free. Um, they're not on the sugar free end of things yet, so you got to be careful with the sauces. But they're yeah. on the gluten free end of things, which is fucking awesome. You know, so it makes it so it's a little bit easier to go out and not have to worry about things so much. You know, yeah, to a certain extent, anyways.
1: Yeah, to a certain extent, I think that that's also, you know, partly just marketing and they don't... Like, I remember I went to this one re- restaurant and I was out with my friend and he asked if they had any healthy options and the girl goes, yeah, we have this gluten-free bread. And <laughs> in my head, I was just like, it's probably not healthy. No, like, know. why would... You know, it just... People just don't get it, you know? No, they don't. Um, but a lot of places do have gluten-free, healthy food. I think, obviously, people are caring about it more because... Everyone's sick,
0: yeah, everyone's sick, and they're realizing that if they go off it and they that they feel a hell of a lot better, you know, so yeah, I think our
1: generation
2: has definitely like opened their eyes, yeah
0: it's, it's like, that's one of the great things we got going yeah, on especially now like, happening
2: as I get older, and I see the younger generation, they're more their eyes are more open, and it's less of like, I'm not gonna believe what has been told, yeah, you know, like the what was it the four food groups, <laughs> you know like.
0: That I mean I remember uh, in the, school, the food pyramid like yeah, the the um, grains is like this big on the bottom there. <laughs> Eleven
1: like, servings they like, recommended. it's yeah, fucking I, crazy. It's crazy. I was listening to
2: a podcast with uh, Joe Salton. Um, he was he's a farmer from Virginia that he uh, was on Food Inc. He's a really sweet guy. Like he yeah. he's, he actually like he's more about harvesting the right amount of like. Forage for the cows to eat so like it's not only grass like he mixes the types of grasses that the cows eat so they have like a diverse that's um, cool um, that's but he cool he was talking about like if you look at like old, an old farmer's uh, it's like an old farmer's like notebook on how to fatten up a cow for slaughter it was basically the same imprint of the food perimeter oh, yes it like it like it was saying like almost the same thing. It's like when you get a to get a cow fattened up for slaughter, so you can like you know kill him. The first meat you want to feed them like the food pyramid.
1: Why?
0: I don't know. Because you get good, get good.
2: But that's but then all of a sudden they're telling us this is how we need to eat.
1: Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So see, like my a, brain goes to like that, like the composition of the food period. Not I see what you're saying, like fattening up the. Yeah.
2: Way to do it. Yeah. It's like an old, like I think in the like the 20s or something.
1: Hmm. But That's fascinating. Again,
2: this is just speculation, you know, yeah. based off me listening to smarter people than me. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and, but,
0: I know. Hmm. I have to keep, uh, I do a lot of research and then I lose it <laughs> after I'm done writing about it or doing it. It's like you got to keep up because like I hear like all these little snippets. Stuff, yeah, right? like, how I, do you so, yeah. there's there's, stay on
2: top of because for me like I'll just tell you like being a trainer talking yoga when people come to me for information as far as diet like First I tell them I'm not a dietitian. I say Probably if it came if it had to die, it's probably good to eat That's what I usually say. <laughs> so if it got picked from a tree or you know, it was an animal and it was living some time It's <laughs> probably good. But if you have to open a box to get it or a bag,
1: that's good. Yeah,
2: it. and that's that's where it's about as far as I go giving advice for nutrition because yeah. it's so contradicting. I can go on here and I can find supporting and negative, like people lost weight eating Twinkies. Yeah, there's
1: yeah. a Twinkie diet. I yeah. know. It's why it's such a challenging field to be in. It truly is. Like
0: makes it exciting though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's always something you can learn. Yeah. And, Yeah. Um, I mean, I have lots – I do – what I do is whenever I read – like, I have a million documents on my computer. I always write – do little write-ups on it, listen to something, read a book. I write, like, my own little book reports on it. And then it's easy. With a Mac, all you have to do is click search, type in a keyword, and then you find it, you know. So I think that's really helpful. But, I mean, it takes time. I think it takes years. Like, they say if you spend an hour a day on your craft, then – in. 5 years or something you'll be an expert or something like right. that. So, I mean it takes true. time. Yeah.
0: Mhm. Does take time. You got to work your work your ass off for sure to to do it. Um so what is your what is your uh for you what works for you as far as diets concerned?
1: I always feel so good when I'm eating more vegetables. Um recently I've switched Um, I've always been, I've been gluten-free for a while, but Mm -hmm. I did go through a phase where I was doing like gluten-free, you know, breads and wraps and stuff like that. And that worked for me for a period of time. Yeah. Um, And then I really wanted to clean things up a lot more. So um, basically I avoid um, grains, dairy, gluten. Um, I try to avoid um, added sugar at all costs, but I don't, I understand that. Some things happen, and I'm not going to be super crazy all the time about that, unless I feel like I need to be. Yeah. Um, I just feel so amazing when I eat green stuff. Oh, like that's amazing. like, yeah. like I just feel so good, and I I do enjoy meat. Um, I love venison, but
0: I bet cook, venison's awesome. Cooked venison really
1: well. is so like, my favorite, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but when I eat a lot of meat, I don't feel good. Yeah. So, so good. I try not to do that. So. I would say that's like my preferred type of eating. If I, ideally, if I could just eat vegetables all the time, I think I would just do that. <laughs> <laughs> just, like I, I kind of fantasize it about that sometimes. Like just all vegetables, like all because vegetables are so packed with nutrients. Like they're like the most. That's where all the nutrients are in the vegetables, and I just want to get them all. You know.
0: Yeah. Like so, what's your what's your thought process on raw versus cooked? Ooh. How does that? you know, play into what you've learned? Um, I've,
1: I've read, I don't, I'm not really sure to be honest with you. I feel like it, I feel like both could be argued. Um, there's people that say raw is best because certain nutrients aren't released. Um, and because when you cook foods and you burn them, then it, um, it takes away the nutrients, which is true, but at the same time I think that you can also say that when you cook certain foods, the nutrients are released. I don't know if I just said that backwards. Um, I feel like it can be argued both sides, so I'm not really sure. Well there's definitely
0: science this. behind it. Like so I know for a yeah. fact, like for instance vitamin C. You cook it, it's gone. It's dead in the water. You can
1: Right. You can see yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. one that's one and I know that most enzymes that you need to help absorb the food is when you cook it, it are gone as well. So the enzymes don't last through heat at all. Oh yeah. And I think there's like, I think spinach for instance, iron and spinach, I don't think it's, I think it's only released when you heat it, I think. So there's like, but I think for the most part from what I've learned is uh, to steam lightly steam the vegetables and you're and that's it
1: best way yeah
0: that's the, that's be, the best that, way because then you're releasing it you're not killing all the stuff in it but you're releasing it and make softening it so it's easy for the body to digest and you're maintaining the majority of the nutrients in it you know obviously you know you overcook it it's dead there's no fucking point really at yeah. that point you know so
1: yeah you don't want to overkill it
0: yeah i think that's so that's that's the research that i've done and, and you know some people don't have The stomach, I don't know what the word is, the, the, the good enough digestive system to even eat raw vegetables. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just, I think it depends on the individual. Like how can you say one size fits all? How can you say that raw vegetables are good for everyone? You can't because everyone has different genetic makeup. It's like the same thing with the coffee. You know, you can't say coffee is bad or coffee is good. Coffee is good for some people and bad for other people. You know, that's
2: good for me. (laughs) Um, I heard you say something the other day. It was on a video. You said if you massage cow, it has more nutrients.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah? Especially if you massage it. I'd love your hands all I over my cow. I massage Cal. you with kale.
1: Awesome. <laughs> is, that, is
0: that
1: true? I <laughs> think what I meant to say was that when you, um, it doesn't, it, when you massage cow, it's supposed to make it easier to digest. So, it could be easier to receive those nutrients. Right. That, yeah. yeah, it's not like if you massage cow, there's more nutrients that come about in it. Right, yeah. Let's but see, the
0: yeah. question is <laughs> What's the question? The question is what if you could be any vegetable, <laughs> if like, I could like, be. What kind of vegetable would you be? <laughs> oh, fuck. I forget the why. Well, and why? And why? Uh, what vegetable would I. Uh, probably kale. I love kale. Good choice. Cal's, Cal's good stuff, you know. It's just green and leafy, and you just like I just like to touch it and smell it and put it Cal's in my good. smoothies. And yeah. it's so got right. a lot of nutrient dense. Like that. You know, I like to be nutrient dense. You know, yeah, so <laughs> that's good. <Okay. laughs> what about you?
2: I agree.
0: You're fucking broccoli, man. Broccoli, <laughs> nice. I could see you as broccoli, actually. Afro, I'm sure yeah, oh, like.
2: exactly. Yeah, that's oh my good. That's great. <laughs> so Laura did a video asking everybody at work. Oh yeah! What kind of vegetable? And the majority of people said broccoli. It was so oh, really? funny. It was funny. Yeah.
1: I couldn't hold in my laughter. Like <laughs> when I kept asking people, and everyone kept saying broccoli. It was so fun, and mostly people said because it's strong.
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes strong. sense. Like
1: I would never.
0: See, I think I think strong is like water. You know, is like kale or something that can it can go through things. It's not like hard, and you know, I'm I'm thinking you know it's something that kind of just flows through. It will Unwavering. adapt. To whatever situation it, it's in. Oh you that's know? interesting. It's it's flexible to me. Yeah. Yeah, flexible. Yeah. It's good. Cal's flexible. Cal's flexible exactly. Cal definitely does yoga. Yeah, Cal definitely <laughs> does yoga. Yeah, broccoli. broccoli should do yoga.
2: <laughs> broccoli like
0: persuades. Yeah, broccoli <laughs> <the> weights, yeah. <laughs> Laura, how about you? What, what bachelor would you be?
1: I said I would be kale. Oh yeah? Yeah. That's perfect. Because because just I feel like Kale is like the Queen or king of vegetables. Yeah. I, mean, I know there's a lot of hype about it. There has been a lot recently. You know, everyone's like putting kale and everything, like brownies and shakes and whatever snacks and chips. and yeah. Stuff, but I think it's for a reason. I think it's really nutrient dense. Like, I think spinach is comparable too, but I don't like the way spinach tastes. You know. That
0: might bit Yeah. I like, I, I, I like it okay, but I'm not. I honestly, don't like the way a lot of those vegetables taste all that much. Um, but I eat them all the time, anyways. You know, I mean, I've gotten used to them. I, honestly, if like I love sugar and I love like bad, food, I love pizza. You know, so if I if I had if I didn't give a shit about health a lot he I'd also probably I, yeah, I love cocaine, right? So I do not love cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that straight right away. I did it once in my life, never fucking again. that's it? Yeah, just once. But um, but uh, yeah. So it's it's oh, it was a huge adjustment for me to go to all vegetables, and then I did just I did the adjustment like probably six years ago now. What
1: did you eat like when you were a kid?
0: Pizza and chicken wings junk, and junk, just junk. chips. Okay. That's what I grew up on, you know. Yeah. Ho hos, you know. I mean, I, I didn't grow up. My we were not wealthy at all. I mean, we were on food stamps for a lot of my life, and so you obviously when you're on that shit, you're just getting the cheapest things possible. Plus, I'm the oldest of eight kids. So, you know, we had to my mom out of here, but Hamburger Helper was a big, in our house. Oh, remember yeah, Steakums? Yeah. Steakums? You guys remember yeah. Steakums? No. Yeah. yeah you're, you're, probably tell, you're probably too young for, for Steakums. Probably. Yeah. What are and, those? And uh, they're like these, they were like in these, they're frozen like little thin steaks. With things cheese in it, right? With, you know? they, maybe some of them had cheese in it, but they were like, like a Philly cheesesteak almost thing. Mm. But I'm sure there wasn't real meat in there. But we would like fry them up. Meat. Like 10% me fry them up and eat them all. They were fucking awesome. And then fried bologna was like a big one growing up. I mean, I was... Yeah. Just, just, nasty.
2: I just We just ate in my family. Like... Yeah. We, I mean, we were German, so we would have lots of vegetables. There was all those vegetables. Yeah. My dad had a garden. um, But still, we would... Eat like my mom. I just remembered like I had this image in my head during Christmas time of what my kitchen looked like, and it was a disaster. So my mom would make fifty dozens of cookies, all different kinds, and right. like these peanut butter balls that were just like oh my gosh, oh. Oh yeah. yeah. But like covered, so good. dipped in chocolate and like oh my gosh. like just German like marzipan. It was like this hazelnut sweet like, and you know like fast forwarding in life now, so I'm getting to midlife and like looking at the outcome of like what this has done to my mother. Yeah, has really been a wake-up call in my life. Like, you know, she's not she's, well? She's, she's diabetes. I mean, she's mm-hmm. had 10 surgeries in her life where she's been knocked out, like knee surgeries and like varicose veins and carpal tunnel and like... I mean, there's some psychological things, I think, but like she's been type 2 diabetic and you know, like for a lot of my life, she's like, well, your your grandma was, that's why she passed it to me. And I know, and I, I, and and I, I understand that type two diabetes is nothing hereditary. The habits are hereditary. Habits are hereditary.
1: They say, um, genes load the gun and your lifestyle pulls the trigger.
0: That's, I like that. That's
1: That's what they say. And I kind of believe it. I think to some extent you are, um, prone to maybe some things, but, it's your lifestyle.
0: It is, and I agree. It's habits. You I mean you, yeah. you're whatever your parents did. That's what you're gonna have the what you're gonna be doing or have to fight against not doing. You know, yeah. I feel like, and For I sure. and I can see it. Just like seeing my dad and how I feel about certain things or do things. It's it's I have to fight against those bad habits or things that we just develop. That's the hardest part, time. right? Like, how yeah. do you
2: talk to these people that you love about like how they're just. They're slowly committing suicide. Yeah, it's really no more than everybody that. Everybody yeah. are slowly like, but they're they're not even living to the full potential because you know what they're doing. Like you know, my mom had uh, cancer on her pancreas, but it was caught early, so she had the seven-hour Whipple surgery where they just take shit out. Yeah, just take shit out, and then like all of a sudden, her in, her pancreas is producing insulin pretty good because it like cut out a s- clogged section, but it's like oh my god, you know, then she. You know, drops off my kids yesterday, and I see there's donut holes from Dunkin' Donuts, and there's a, a McDonald's bag in the garbage, and it's like, like you even go through these crazy ass things, like a surgery that is costing you all your
0: retirement money, and. You're you're giving your grandkids McDonald's. Yeah, I see. You know, I feel like it, a lot of it comes down comes from the, the it's it's I'm gonna ride ride the line here, but I'm gonna do it anyways. It comes from the fucking doctors. The doctors don't. Most doctors don't see the importance of nutrition or if they do see it they don't fucking tell anybody they don't say yeah, they know. stop fucking eating this shit they don't you know it's like and the, they, and they it's all about encouraged. it's all about symptoms they, they don't give a shit about uh. finding the root cause of anything they just no. it's just symptoms symptoms yeah. symptoms symptoms oh you got this let me give you this fucking drug to, to bring they, it down doctors aren't you know?
1: educated in the area of nutrition i understand i
0: understand but they, this yeah. is mean, to us i'm not a doctor you're not a doctor well none of us are doctors but it's fucking obvious you know, I mean, it's yeah. like, at some point I just wish, I mean, some have, some doctors have, 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 like gone against the system and been like, fuck this. Like Dr. Mercola, for instance, um, they've, they've gone against the system and said, no, the drugs are not the answer. They're, they're needed sometimes. Absolutely. But the answer is get your shit together. Eat right. You know, <laughs> stop smoking cigarettes, you know, yeah. things like that. It's, it's, but nobody, I, I think part of it is just people were okay with not taking responsibility for our own actions.
1: Yeah, that too. That's yeah, I mean.
2: easy. I want it now, button. I want it. And the pill fixes yep. it. Like
1: exactly. So like,
2: we avoid the vulnerability of. Going on a specific diet of like the struggle, right? right. Because it is a
0: struggle to it's do hard. what you do. To do what I do is difficult. It's, it's, not, sh- it's a struggle. It's hard, but yeah. I feel fucking amazing, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I live life to its fullest. I still have fun, you know. Yeah. And I don't want that stuff anymore. Every once in a while, I'll crave pizza or chicken wings or something like that. But I, but it's, but it's not. It's not a huge thing for me, you know. I still will have my gluten-free beer. I'll still have my wine. I'll still go out and have a lot of fun. But I have a hell of a lot more energy than people 10, 15, 20 years younger than me, too.
1: I think people are just trapped. Like I honestly feel, people are trapped in in misery. Like, and it's hard. Like you guys said, it's hard to get out of that that cycle of eating junk food. And that's why I think connection with people is so important. Mm -hmm. Like connecting with other humans and having them be positive in like a positive influence in your life because. I think that's stuff that really touches people's hearts. Like, if you go see a nutritionist and they tell you to eat certain things, like, that's not going to get you through trying to change your life through food. Like, mm-hmm. if some, like, I think it's who you surround yourself with, you know, like find yes. people who are also healthy and connect with them <laughs> and connect with them. And it's I think that. it's, that's uh, yeah, like absolutely. powerful and they can encourage you and to really speak to your heart instead of being like, Hey, listen. You're gonna die. Eat more vegetables.
2: Right. You know. Yeah. Well, never, yeah. Uh, when you tell someone not to eat the cookie, they want to eat the cookie first thing. Oh, yeah, of you course, I mean? it's of course, yeah. nature. But mm-hmm. I think one of the most rewarding things is like you know working at Project Lean Nation, and when I sit down with somebody for the first time, and they just it, you know it's it, I, I have the absolute most compassion because they're facing themselves at that moment, and yeah. what I love to do is like, I I, I see it's my my three hours I read relate and then they relax right like so I read them I see how their their state is and then you know it's I relate in a way like listen I get up in the middle of the night and eat pizza like <laughs> I get it this this stuff is hard and like you know it's it doesn't sneak in like during the day when I'm in public around people like I'm good you know? right but then it's like in those Weird moments. I also and like and I feel like when I talk to somebody and I just tell them you're normal. Like this isn't crazy. Yeah. Like, they feel like better about themselves. Yeah. You know, just because we're in this industry of like trying to help people out with like a good portion prepared meal, like it doesn't mean we're perfect.
1: Yeah. We're
2: still like we're fighting this fight with you. You mm-hmm. know, and if we can like band together, like. We're going to be
1: stronger. It's so important, I feel like, to be... To have that brutal honesty with people and to just be authentic with people. Because you're right, like, we're not perfect. And that speaks more to people. That's what's going to cause change. If you sit there and act like you're perfect and you do everything right, it's just not... I don't think that stirs change in people. I think... People realizing that someone standing across, you know, the table from them has experienced similar things and has gotten through those things, then it's possible for them too. Yeah. You know, if you never share those things with people, they'll never understand that it's possible. You know,
0: yeah. I think I think just getting and we've and we've talked about this before, and this is what I do with all my clients. You know, anybody that I've, especially people, people that are, unless we're doing some sort of like complete diet change, it's like people have to stop being hard on themselves, number one, right? And number two is just add healthy things in, right? Forget about taking away the pizza or the whatever, just start adding vegetables into your diet. You know, I always tell people, okay, you're going to have pizza, just make sure you have a really fucking big ass salad with that pizza, you know, and maybe eat the salad first. So you won't be as hungry when you eat the pizza, and maybe you'll eat a little less pizza, you know. But don't take those things away because once you start taking things away, our comfort. And once you start taking our comfort away, we start to get defensive, and then we're just going to completely shut down and go to the opposite extreme. You know, that's just what we do as humans as well. You know, so it's the same thing. You tell somebody not to take the cookie or not, you can't eat that cookie. They're going to want to go eat it. You know, so I think it's. That's why I always tell people, you know, just start adding some some healthy things in. That's it. Whether yeah. you like it or not, just do it. Just just start that way. Keep it simple, keep it easy, and don't be hard on yourself about things, you know? Yeah, and if you
2: fuck up, like,
0: we okay, all fuck stop. up. Like, yeah. okay, yeah.
2: like tomorrow's a new day. Like, I don't have exactly. to. Exactly. Like, it's not like I'm going to go off the deep end and get some hostess pies now, you know? Right. Like,
1: yeah. Well, it's about, like, what are you doing when you focus on adding things versus taking things away. You're focusing on a positive versus negative. So I think it's like all about your mindset. Like what is your mindset behind getting healthy? Is, is it that, um, you're going to have like this, it's going to be a horrible time in your life and you're going to lose everything you love. It's all about how you think about it. Or you can focus on, you know, I'm going to feel amazing and look all these foods I can eat now and stuff like that. So I think that plays a big part in it. Like you said.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, can, and then it's just slowly. Happened. I mean, because I'm where I'm at, but I have done this for. It's probably taken me ten years now to get to where I'm at. As it's, far as it's a lifestyle, right? I, I I never did anything drastic. You know, I I did things gradually. I yeah I did. Not. All of a sudden be like, okay, I'm, I'm eating all this shit now. I'm not going to eat it anymore. Uh-uh. I took things out. I added things in. I tweak things here or there. And I still do to this day, you know? Yeah. So, and that, I mean, and that's why I tell you because when people hear what I eat or don't eat, they're like, I can never do that. I'm like, yeah. I can't think of it that way, you know?
1: And it all. changes too. I mean, yeah. who's been on the same diet their whole life? Like when I was, you know, younger, I feel like I was following a different nutrition plan and I know that now is totally different than a few years ago and maybe in 10 years I'll be a raw vegan or something, you know, like, I don't yeah, you know, never, yeah, exactly. well, it changes. Exactly. So it's definitely not one size fits all and, and even with that, it's just different for everybody. You
0: know? So, so let me ask you a question. So what do you think about, and have you done any research or heard about the blood type and what you should be eating according to your blood type?
1: I know nothing about that, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I have, I think I have the book at my house, but I have never, um, I don't know that much. I've heard little snippets of it, but I'm, right. I'm not familiar. I it. You know? I, I,
0: I know just a teeny bit. I mean, I did one of the very first things I did to change my diet was something called a body ecology diet. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. Donna, 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 something. I don't remember, of course, but, um, it's a body where you basically start to alkalize the, a, a diet where you start to alkalize the body. You're you don't eat any, um, you know, anything you would, that would be inflammatory to the body, basically. Um, and she in her book talks about the different uh, blood types and what what they should be eating. Um, I know, of, like I'm type A blood, so in type A blood, we, we're our bodies really can't handle anything acidic at all, like tomatoes, for instance. Um, Do you like tomatoes? No. I don't. And eggplant. Any dark, any like, um, or peppers. You know, anything that's, uh, what is it? Dark. Nightshade. Dark. Nightshade. Nightshade. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. I was
1: thinking dark Nightshade.
0: shade. Nightshade. <laughs> and meat. And, you know, so if I eat a lot of meat, I'll feel like shit too. And then there's other blood types, like type B, I think, uh, or type O blood is, uh, can handle much more meat and things like that. So, what
1: do they say is the science behind that? I don't, that?
0: I don't remember, but there is this whole big science behind all of it. I never delved into it. I'm just like, it's
1: interesting.
0: It's like crazy you know too, it was too too much I'm like I'm, I'm I'm just gonna go with what worked I and I think I think for the most part too you know when you start eating cleaner you start to think and see and feel cleaner so you're able to listen to your body much better because you can't really listen to your body when you're eating like shit because your bodys just gonna keep con- craving the shit, you know yeah. and you're gonna be feel like you're hungry when you're not hungry when you shouldn't be or whatever blah, blah blah so but as you start to get healthier you can really start to listen to your body and know okay well if I eat this meat or too much this I don't feel like, I feel like crap, so maybe I shouldn't eat that anymore. If I eat this vegetable, it actually kind of makes me feel pretty shitty, so maybe I shouldn't eat that vegetable or eat less of it. I think you can start to figure it out for what works for you in that sense, too. You know, because yeah. I think some people need carbs too more more so than other people like a lot of people couldn't handle a high fat good fat diet as much as they need a little bit more carbohydrates in their diet like good carbohydrates you know like maybe some beans or something like that i don't need any beans or anything like that either you know so or maybe they need some of that stuff but so everybody's different they got to kind of tweak it to their
1: what about the 80 10 10 remind me what that is 80 percent carbs 10 percent Fat 10 percent protein.:
0: I don't think any, I don't think carb, anybody should be eating 80 percent carbs.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's just something that people preach. like it's um,
0: It's just a it's it ways Those the people that down. are eating
1: 12 100%. bananas a day.
0: 80 percent carbs, I don't think It's called 80,
1: 10, 10. It, has, it might be related to some China study. Have you, have you
0: The China read? study, are you talking about the, the one that uh, was based that the movie was about to, the big China study. they did a whole thing on meat. And vegetarianism, and how, um, yeah, I think it was the whole thing against meat basically, or showing that meat was pretty bad for you.
1: Yeah, I just know there's, um, a diet, it's 80 10 10. It's a plant based diet, and so no, it's a vegan, but it's plant based 80%. And you know, there's people who, who preach it, and they're, they look in shape and they stand by it, and, um, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I think some people, maybe they do thrive off of that. What,
0: they, I, I mean, maybe, yeah.
1: What I wonder is if, you know, you have like a little kid. For like an adult who's really hyped up on carbs and processed foods, I would say that, you know, really to keep to get their sugar to be as low as possible, whether even that if that is from fruit, would be ideal, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Right. But I wonder if you take a kid who's never been exposed to food like processed food, junk food and you give them fruit and you know things like that would that would a lot of sugar promote something unhealthy in their body?
0: I think if it was coming from fruit, probably not. That's
1: what I think, too. Yeah,
0: but if it was coming from candy or something like that, then absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, but, for sure. I'm talking whole sources. Yeah,
0: but from fruit, I think it's I think it's good. I think there one of the reasons why people shouldn't be eating much fruit in this day and age is just because of the fact that we're all over sugar. Shoot. that's Yeah, yeah so exactly. So it's just, it's like insane. And there's just not, and a lot of the fruit, and here's the other thing, too, that's an interesting study that I read, and this is from David Wolf. He talks about this a lot, too. If you don't eat Because most, even if it's organic, first off, if it's not organic and it's GMO'd, it's shown all that fruit and vegetables, we'll talk about fruit, has way higher sugar content in it than a a normal fruit that's that's grown naturally. and if you get wild berries or wild fruit, it's shown they have the least amount of sugar in it and the most amount of antioxidants in it.
1: Yeah, wild is so, best.
0: So wild is mm-hmm. best because it can survive in nature. But it, I thought that was really interesting. Another reason why not to eat GMO and why to get organic is that GMO fruits, there's very little nutrition in it and there's way higher sugar content. You yeah. compare straw, organic or, or, you know, like a wild strawberry to a to a um, GMO strawberry to an organic strawberry, you're going to see the differences. Taste you know, the difference. That. You can taste the yeah. difference oh, for yeah. sure.
1: I think
2: yeah. that's because when I like really cleaned up my diet for the first time and like really start, stopped taking like processed sugars and stuff like that out, like, and you start to actually taste like the natural, like how juicy and sweet a peach is, Yeah. you know, versus like, you know, a peach candy, right? right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's so much different and it's so, it tastes so much better. You know, but the like it, I think you were saying it on a couple of podcasts ago, there's like these companies have scientists that put shit in food that make them addicting. Yes. It's their
1: Purposely. job. It's their job. It's their job, their it's job. Their job it's to their job. find out yeah. what gets people going, what gets little kids, and then it's their job to place it on the shelves of the grocery store at just the right spot so that people will buy it.
0: Yeah. It's so Disgusting. disturbing.
1: Yeah. It's so terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it
0: it's really like, pisses me off. It's, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, there's so no, how do you deal with your
2: kids? Like in their nutrition? Well, <laughs> they've never had
0: fast food ever. And hopefully they never will until they can go get it themselves. Uh, and That's my, cool. their my mother-in-law knows that. And, and, they, and, and they're very good about that. Um, I, at home, we don't have any sugar in the house, very rarely. Um, they crave sugar like you wouldn't fucking believe. I mean, the issue is, like, they go to Doodle Bugs, which is awful menu, and then my daughter's in kindergarten, you know. So it's the issue is they get exposed to it at school, and once you're exposed to that, I mean, I we could tell them, no, if they can't have it, but it's, like, such a slippery slope because it's, I know. It's like, you don't want to create That's that. Matter. I try You don't want to. You don't want to create that. uh where, where your kids are like have this food issue because you just told them they couldn't have the cupcake right. that everybody else in school is having. Yeah. So what they we do. They on their own and next thing right, you know they start binging. They're binging and yeah, like they're yeah. hiding it and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So what we do, what we basically do is we just say, all right, this isn't good for you and this is why, but you can have it for right now and we'll do that, but you're going to have it in small amounts. And that's basically what we've been doing. And it's, it, you know, it. The, does, do they completely? My son, obviously, he's only th- almost three. He doesn't understand that. But my daughter's five now. She's starting to kind of understand that. And she'll come to me and she'll say, "I can't have that right now because it's too much sugar, right, Daddy?" And I said, "Yes." That's and, and smart. So, so I think that's a
1: great way to. So that's
0: how we're trying to do it right now. I mean, I feel like they still have too much. Like I would have them have less at home. Um, if I had my way, there would be no wheat or gluten or sugar in my house, and they wouldn't have it at all in the house. Except for, and then the only time they would have it is if we went out and uh, they went to a restaurant and they got a treat or they went to went to doodle bugs or whatever at school or went to a birthday party. It's like, it just, I can't, for, it, at first when I said, before I had kids and before I was in this, I was like, my kids are never having any of this shit. I don't care. I'm going to be that parent. And <laughs> yeah, then I'm like, have I just can't. I, it happened because. Number one, kids can tolerate much more than adults can, right? So I think it's education, and I think it's letting them get exposed to that stuff is important. And I'm not going to sit there, and we're at a birthday. My kid, my daughter's at a birthday party, and we're friends, and everybody's having pizza and and cake, and she can't have. I just don't. I, I don't. I don't have any science to back this, but I feel like there's some psychological damage that that can do. To to the child, I feel like that that's not because they don't. There's also psychological. There's know? also
1: damage if they eat it though. But I see what you're saying. Right. Like, but is do, there is that
0: much a- damage when they're having it then and they're not having it all the time? Whereas adults, I feel like, no. and and the yeah. kids do. They have better digestive. They they're they, there's it's such a slippery slope. It's, I don't know the answer. Yeah, so I just try bad. my best and do it. We just kind of do it that that's way. You weird, know,
2: the, like the food colorings and the dyes. That's right? the, like the, the worst. Yeah, that have like weird kind of the it's chemicals the chemicals in it that, you know? like and, yeah and that's where i get scared like you know like the the prep packet of food snacks right yeah. like yeah we like make sure that little bears that, yeah.
0: you know
1: yeah i mean i think kids are so the like they're yellow. growing if you think about it yeah Their your bodies your are
0: growing is, it's more
2: important like to have them have like those yeah. proper like fresh. yeah nutrients. it's I mean, like Go ahead. One thing we did, like, and it worked, we were juicing for a good chunk of time and, like, getting the kids involved, even if it was a lot of fruit, right? Like, we were. Still better than candy. You know, like, they loved it. And they're throwing apples (laughs) in there and, like, watermelon and different things. And and then they have this, like, yes, it's a sugar-filled juice, but it's also tons of nutrients and they're not eating. they're getting the fiber. Something in the Well, you're juicing so they're not getting
0: the fiber, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's so much better. You seem my consistent kids, it's hard. It is, I make shakes for my kids almost yeah. every single day, and they they eat them most of the time. And I and I put a, some berries and a banana. I use this uh, raw hemp uh, protein powder. Uh, and i and i put cal in there and i use uh almond milk uh and they drink it up you know so
1: yeah it's really good. i
0: just make sure that there's a lot of berries in there a little bit of cow gets snuck in there you know and and they eat it up for the most part you know And they like it they're like daddy strawberry shake strawberry shake you know we even yeah. throw some more we would even throw Aww. some organic ice cream in there just to get him to eat it like Aww. a like a little bit of scoops And make sure the ice cream just cream sugar and and um and uh that and that whatever in chocolate or whatever it is but and that's it you know so just make sure it's like three simple ingredients um so we've even done that a little bit to help out too um but i think it's 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 such a such a hard thing with kids you know
2: i think going into this this part of the year right like it's like bang 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 it's like first we got trick-or-treating yep yeah it's like diabetes (laughs) Yeah. 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 Drink, diabetes, yeah. yeah. Fricker, and then we go right into Thanksgiving where it's just like. Pies,
1: I mean, foods.
2: I eat for Thanksgiving and and that's gluttony. And it, it, but you still, I think Thanksgiving is good because you get a variety, right? Like you have a ton, but it's still overeating. Right. Yeah. And then we go right into Christmas. You know, even with me growing up, like I had one of those advent <laughs> calendars that like Take a piece of chocolate out. Oh, and count down the Christmas chocolate, <laughs> right? Great. Right. You know? And
0: then, you know, and it, it,
2: Christmas, yeah. you have the big chocolate, and you yeah. just can't wait to get there. Yeah. You know, and then, like, Christmas morning, like, I, at my house, it was just, like, a stocking full of sugar.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: like, the all the sh- I mean, I still get it every year, and, like, it, it, like I just throw it in the drawer, and I'm like, I want it, like, part of me just wants to throw it all out. I throw it all should. Out.
0: Yeah.
1: You're right. It's like, it's just so loaded. Everything is so, it's so much food. And it's honestly, it almost makes me sick because in not just around the holidays, but like there's such an abundance of food around us, like so much. Yeah. And then to think about everyone in the world who is like starving people who go days without food. And yet we're sitting here like eating too much because it's just everywhere. And it's so available to us. It's like. It's so sickening, you know.
2: Yeah, we're so consumers. Like we are ready right to consume. Yeah, to buy, the shops. Like
1: That's why sometimes it's shopping just makes me sick too. Like I can't like we like go to Target and, or like other places and just watch just watch people just like just get sucked. I mean I do it too sometimes. You just get sucked into just buying all this stuff that you don't need. But you just buy it because that's why because we just that's what we do you and know it's almost like that cocaine hit again Like it is yeah. well,
0: it is it's I that, mean, that dopamine every single time you purchase i mean then you get the the letdown of the withdrawal afterwards you're like uh, you're like sweating at the cash register i'm handing a credit card i'm spending 500 bucks i don't really fucking have it
2: <laughs> <Yes>. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay
0: here you go you know yeah, it's,
2: it's me so happy
0: yeah you right know, it's, like
2: i mean when i worked at lululemon like I would see it. Like it would seriously, they were buying happiness. Yeah. They would put these pants on that, that lifted up and these bras that did great things. And they just felt <laughs> amazing afterwards. But I also like, kind of was like,
1: <laughs> where are these things? I was like,
2: I was like, okay, well maybe if they're buying athletic gear and then they're going to go exercise, it is doing something good. Yeah. I mean, they're spending $300 on an outfit, but, right. you know, maybe more, but at least they'll go work out, you know? Yeah. Um, but see like me so back to like the the the, the you know Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah. and Christmas, and then what happens? New Year's hits. And then it's like, oh I gotta get my New Year's resolution.
1: I know. It's It's so wrong. So then
2: you you all of a sudden go from loading, 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 and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go on this crazy-ass diet, and oh, wait, I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like all of a sudden the body just starts to freak out because it's like I'm trying to put up with all this extra work that I'm putting, all this, like, breaking down of muscle and, like, like, but I'm restricting my calories now. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's this recipe for failure, and it's, like, repeat every year. You see it. Yeah. If anybody that's in the fitness industry sees that boom for January. Like, January is, like, the busiest year, time of year at the gym. And, like, I give it to people. They come and they work hard, but they eventually burn out.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, you can't go from zero to – you can't go from not working out all eating, like, shit, to working out, like, seven days a week and, and eating, like, restrict – because most people think that they need to restrict their cal- calories to lose weight, and that's it. They just don't eat any fat, they don't eat any sugar, and they're good to go. That's what most people think, you know, and that's, like, completely not fucking case most of the time, you know. You, it's, like, not – it's not how much you're eating necessarily. It's what you're eating. It's what you're putting in. It's the content that's going into your fucking mouth that's yeah. more important than the amount of than looking at the amount of calories that you're putting in. You know, it's it's. Uh, what about don't, timing, Laura? Like the timing of
2: meals. Like uh, what do you what do you see in like your research and stuff you looked at and like you know how people space out? What about like <coughs> excuse me, like intermittent fasting and stuff like that? Like some people like eat all their calories within a certain window and then some people like you know there's that kind of bodybuilder mentality I'm gonna eat every three hours type of thing
1: honestly I feel like just like everything else it really depends on the person I think that for some individuals based on their current eating habits and their metabolism it would be beneficial for them to be eating a nutrient-dense meal often not often, as in like like a smaller portion. Yeah, like um, and especially a smaller portion size meal because a lot of people are waking up. They're having coffee for breakfast. They're having a high sugary granola bar for on their way on their you know snack or lunch break at work, and they're just they're not eating the right things at the right times, or they're just not eating, and then they're eating the wrong things. So I think for some people, it would be beneficial to be eating every few hours. I do think that fasting to some extent can be beneficial as well. Um, I just feel like a lot of people's bodies are so damaged and so inflamed and I think that going that period of time where you're just giving your body a rest, I think it can be healthy um, physically but also like mentally to just have that time where you're just... just breathing air, you know, like you're just not eating anything. And then, um, and then having a window of eating. So I, you know, I have experienced with both and I think that, um, you just have to find what works for you and kind of, and listen to your body. That's what I think.
0: Yeah. yeah I love, I don't know why that did that. I love, um, intermittent fasting. I practice it pretty regularly actually. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your you just, window? Oh, yeah. I, 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 um, stop eating at 7 o'clock at night and I don't eat again until usually 12 the next day. Oh, okay. So it's 7 hours of eating, basically.
1: This is, I sho- this is shorter.
0: I don't do it I don't do it uh, every single day. I usually do it on um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So I'll do it from Tuesday night into Friday and uh, Sunday night into Monday and... and or Tuesday night into Wednesday. There we go. Thursday night into Friday. Better, you know. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays I eat. I start I eat earlier.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that if you look at the way people eat now versus like, if you were to take maybe a perspective of like the paleo or eat how like our ancestors ate, like were, um, they jumping out of bed and having like a bowl of oatmeal with almond butter and honey and, you know, probably not. They were probably waking up and like hunting their food and then coming back and eating it. And like, it was just a different kind of life, you know, back then. And I think that now um the way that people are eating is just not healthy it's not causing a healthy hormonal response and I think that's really the only reason why I, I would encourage if I had a feeling like when people tell me they're not hungry if your body isn't hungry or you're not um feeling full when you eat foods that tells you that something's wrong with your eat when you're eating you know like um you should eat you should your body should get hungry and then you should eat and then your body should feel satisfied i think and if you don't feel that way if you're just kind of like oh i'm not when people tell me they're never hungry it's such a mystery to me i'm like really you're never hungry like but the crazy thing is those people are also like really overweight and you're like what's going on this person is they tell me they're never hungry they barely eat and yet they're still overweight and i think it's because their food choices. And just because the whole blood sugar, insulin, you know, their so body like doesn't metabolize hormones, right, things. Right. So they're just off. stuck. Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: they got to somehow like boost their digestive system, probably go on a cleanse or,
1: yeah, or do something. You get know? the nutrients in their body. Like yeah. that's really why I, I promote, you know, at PLN also like eat the food. Like I know it feels like so much food, but maybe that's what your body needs. Maybe your body needs nutrients because All you've been giving it is granola bars, you know?
2: Yeah. (laughs) You see that, though. I think that's the one common thing that I've started to notice. People aren't eating enough. And then when they... they, I mean, they're eating enough calories for the day, but, like, they're getting it all in, like, the wrong kind of calories and not throughout the day. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, if it's just, like, stop and eat some vegetables a couple times a day... Yeah. You know, but it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's kind of, I feel like it's just produced from this busy world we live in where it's like, we, we don't, we don't cook food anymore.
0: No, it's we, we don't
2: prepare food anymore. It's like, okay, let's, I mean, I think my biggest thing is like, I go out to eat a lot like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I love it. I love going out to eat and it's fun. But like, then it's like the food in my refrigerator starts to spoil. And I think that's, what's so great about the like project Lane nation is like it stays good in the freezer like, you let it thaw, and it's just, like, super quick, right? Like, you're
0: yeah, just, you you're just, think you're just, about just
2: giving yourself, like, a balanced meal mm-hmm. throughout the day, right? And you could, you could still eat other things, right? Like, you, if you need more vegetables, eat more vegetables with it. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. giving you that kind of balanced, and, and again, I think the fats, too, I think...
0: Fats most are people huge. have to increase their fats. <laughs> they do, and the good fats, obviously, we gotta we always preface. Prep I think it's important to say good fats. I'm talking avocado, you know, coconut oil, uh, good grass fed butters, or ghee, or um, you know, even in, in eggs mm-hmm. um, are good, good source of cholesterol. And, fat. and cholesterol's gotten a bad rap too. Cholesterol's oh actually very gosh. fucking good for you. <laughs> yeah. Your your brain thrives on cholesterol. Your heart thrives on cholesterol. Your lungs are lined with cholesterol That's to help you breathe. You yeah. know, it's like crazy. You know that people that it's, oh, it's frustrates the hell out of me. So it gets such a bad rap. It's fun
1: watching
0: Steve get mad. Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's like uh, it does get mad. It's crazy because I just got all my vitals checked, you know, to uh, and my you know cholesterol, all that kind of stuff. It's fucking. They're like. Amazed at how good everything was, and, I, and and I and I eat a shitload of cholesterol and high fat
1: yeah. all the time. That's oh, that's you, that's, you, so you have it's good like, cholesterol. Yeah, that's why. amazing yeah. That's yeah. why
0: I mean I, my good cholesterol like it was is through the roof, and my bad cholesterol was way down, nice and low. I mean it was awesome. Yeah. I was just you know it's. So that, that just says it right there. Because I, I, you know, before that happened, I always had a little worry in the back of my mind. Like everybody tells you that you're not supposed to eat this much cholesterol and fat, but you know, I feel amazing, so I'm going to keep doing it. I wonder if I'm going to have high cholesterol or am I doing the right thing. And then when I saw that and even the more research that I've done, I'm like, oh my, this, is, this is fucking amazing.
2: Yeah. Look, you know? What do you guys think of like, and I think we've talked about this um, before, but like se- seasonal and regional eating. Like we're eating based off like what time of year it is. And the stuff that's grown in the area where we're living, you know, I don't know. It makes sense. Like the sound of it to me makes sense. Like I think okay, yeah. I'm gonna like you know what is harvesting in September and October, you know, and should we be eating that kind of stuff? Those kind of carbohydrates, like is it like pumpkins and squashes and stuff like now are, you know, versus like in the beginning of the year is not that like more tomato-y type stuff? You know, I, I don't know. I'm not a farmer. <laughs>
1: You
2: just said
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like what is that? Tomatoe, tomato-y. Stuff.
2: Like nightshades though. Like yeah, peppers yeah. and tomatoes, yeah. stuff like that. Like in like if if we're talking paleo, right? Like they were eating certain, you know, certain animals I'm sure were more available at certain times of the year. Yeah, it's
0: like deer season you know, now, right? Or certain certain
2: you know. vegetables harvested at certain times of the year. You mm-hmm. know, like if you want to really get into it, like we live in the Northeast did people ever eat avocados here before? Like, right. you know, they never grew here. Yeah. You know, we eat bananas. We
1: didn't eat bananas. That's you know? interesting. I've it's never honestly really thought about that, but I think there, it sounds like they're.
0: I think they, I think nature's I think super smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can, we can
2: like we it create, create a diet Like, make a bunch of money. We should. Yeah. <laughs> <It's
0: Yeah>. Seasonal, <laughs> regional I'm sure they are probably. we got to come a, up with a better so name that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But I think I think nature's smarter than we give it credit for. Obviously, you know I think, and if you look around, you pretty much probably there. I mean, there's I forget what it's called actually. Well, it's not on, not on there anymore. Um, there's actually this weed that grows in like between the driveway cracks, and that's edible. And that's freaking amazing for you. Like you can walk outside in the city and there's things along the, I don't know what they are and I can't pick this stuff out, but there's things you can eat all over the place. It's like nature's saying, you guys are fucking sick. Eat me, eat me. Come on, let's go. You know, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, so it's great. So I think nature's extremely nature's smart, amazing, you know, yeah. it's like, but we kill it. We just, we're like, you know, whatever. But you it know
2: always, like, this is the craziest thing. If you ever see, like, an abandoned building that hasn't been touched.
0: For, yeah, it takes like, what over. What
2: happens? Nature just and engulfs it yeah right and yeah. like the building will break down and the weeds and the trees and the vines they grow through it and they break mm. through that foundation and they still take over yeah
0: like, that is we
2: close. think we're yeah. supposed to be here in like this is our man-made building but yeah, yeah give it give it 20 years It's
1: yeah. funny we'll that's so true yeah. yeah you know
2: nature the birds will get in the squirrels will get in
0: yeah you feel like a little mouse peeping at you yeah musica <laughs> exactly it's awesome. Yeah. Do you think the animals, like,
2: we, we had a, we saw a mouse in our house the other day. And mm-hmm. I wonder, like, if the mouse is, they, the mice get, because the, they obviously are scavengers. Right. of humans. I wonder if they're constantly, like, oh, there's cheese. its You know, are they starting to get some of these weird things we are? Are we transferring, like, our man-made weird stuff? Or do they stay away from the Cheez-Its and wait for
0: that, like, you know... Grass fed
1: cheese. <laughs> Wait, know. what do you mean? Like
0: are they like, I mean, I think Are we'll, they addicted
1: I, to junk food I, like humans? No,
0: I think do they have the same ailments? Do they have a leaky gut? I'm sure oh, they I mean well, We know but, dogs and cats do. I mean they eat the grain shit they eat food that we feed them food that we're not supposed to feed them and they they have the same things, diabetes and cancers and all that kind of stuff. And it's Well
1: yeah, all, I mean some of the studies know? that they've done on diet, actually I wouldn't say some, I would say I don't know, like majority are, they do them on mice and animals. Rats,
2: yeah. 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 So
1: like, I mean, that's kind of telling about who knows if that, if those things are even reliable because of that, but I think they kind of are. I mean, if someone says that if you feed an animal, this thing and it becomes inflamed, I would say if I eat that thing, I probably become inflamed too. Like, you know, there's a living thing.
0: You're right. Exactly. So
1: It's
0: got the same, some of the same parts that we do, you know, Definitely, yeah. So, Laura, what would be if you had somebody when you have somebody come in and talk to you about (laughs) nutrition, right? And let's say they've got the worst diet ever—they eat McDonald's pizzas, maybe smoke cigarettes—or what would be? What would be the advice you would give them? I know it probably—I know it probably would depend on the individual a little bit, like where they were at mentally. But let's be a little bit general with it. Like, generally speaking, what would you? What would be the? the What would the first steps that you would say that they should do?
1: Um, I think, I mean, making the switch from processed food to whole food, I think it would be like a number one recommendation. I think a lot of people come with like a sugar thing, like sugar is so big right now, like sugar craving, sugar addiction, all that stuff. So someone tells me like, if they don't want to fully commit to eating whole foods or like they hate vegetables, I'm like, all right, we'll just like cut the crap like stop eating ice cream at nighttime like you really gotta just stop like that is addictive so i think like if you don't want to like really go full force into like whole foods at least like cut like cut out the sugar like i know we said not to take away but like some things i think you gotta limit you know um and then I, i honestly like when it comes to nutrition i think I try and help people change, like change the way that they're thinking about it. Like, I think that's huge. Like right, yeah. you have people that Mindset's everything. yeah, their mindset, like, um, how is your mind behind this? You know, like how can you change the way you're thinking about going into this time of your life? That's going to help you get through it because I can tell someone what to eat, but if, if their mind isn't right behind it, like, I think that what you think ultimately is reflected in your life. It becomes physical things. Like if you're thinking negatively and thinking negatively about nutrition, that's going to be reflected in how successful you are with being healthy. So that would be my my next suggestion, I guess.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. And do you do things outside of Project Lean Nation. Do you are you do you have clients or nutritional clients or anything like that outside of Project? Are you just um, that? No, Project Lean I used Nation to have right my here?
1: own small um, business, but then kind of took over at PLN. Okay, being full time there, so that's majority of okay. what I do. Yeah.
0: So if anybody wants to find you or you know talk with you about nutrition, they would find you at yeah um,
1: Project Lean Nation. Okay. Um, we have a YouTube channel. I post on that weekly. So two okay. videos every week. Okay. Um, that's like majority of basically all of my advice on everything we just talked about. So okay. that would awesome. be the best way. Awesome. Instagram,
2: Facebook
1: or anything like that? Um, Instagram hasn't been that active lately. <laughs> really YouTube is my jam. Like I think YouTube That's so what I love too. Um, the Facebook actually Facebook too. I'm on Facebook instagram not much snapchat occasionally you know i think
0: it's
2: something to the store
0: mm-hmm. you can stop it at out. it yes, so where's where's the store located where are you where are you um, at
1: we're in brighton well it's uh 1900 south clinton avenue okay so down the street from mcquade rochester brighton
0: okay cool awesome all right with laura it was awesome to have yeah, you thank thanks you for having coming me, guys. and all you guys out there listening don't forget please share like comment do all that fun good stuff And uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks a lot.